Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Wednesday, October 21st, 2020, brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. I called there a couple of days ago, said, can you get me in in November? They said, sure. I love going to today's dentistry because I know I'm going to be well taken care of. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill. It's just as easy for you as it was for me. 317-849-2933. We met Nate Bjorkren today, the new coach of the Indiana Pacers. I like him. What's not to like? He hadn't lost a game here in Indiana yet. Let's welcome him to the show. Thank you for coming on. And again, welcome to Indiana. Nate, can you tell me, as you were coaching the Raptors the last couple of years, what were your thoughts about the Pacers and their personnel, how you needed to prepare for them and all that kind of stuff? Man, after last night and today and talking to him on the phone and exchanging text messages through my you know, I was in the air and I'd, I'd get a text back and I'd say, hey, I'll call, I'll call you here in, in five minutes right when I land. And, and just the, the back and forth communication with the players already uh, gets me even more excited. Uh, this team is ready. Uh, and as you know, they're great basketball players, but they're even better people. And, and just talking to them on the phone and, and, and getting to know them just a little bit more in the last, you know, 24 hours. Uh, has been special to me. So I, I'm really looking forward to coaching this group of guys. How much coaching success is driven by relationships with the players as opposed to schematics and that kind of thing? I think it's uh, I think it's 80% of it. Uh, you know, uh, Kevin spoke about the X's and O's, which are, which are very important. Uh, you've got to have your team ready. You've got to have questions and you've got to have answers. If, when a team asks you a question, you have to have the answer and tell them why. Uh, but But again, it's bigger than that. Like I said, there, there, there's so many things that are happening, you know, in the, in the players' lives, and, and I want to know them, and I want to, to be there for them for anything at all. And that's the last thing I said on, on my phone conversations uh, with the players that I've spoken with is anything you need at all, please call me, please text me. Uh, I'm looking forward to meeting them here even before the season starts. So it's extremely important. When Kevin Pritchard introduced you, he talked about how risk-friendly you are. Can, can you describe that for us, being risk-friendly versus being risk-averse? What, what kind of stylistic coaching are we going to see? Are you a crazy man? It's, it's, it's coaching without fear, and, and that's something that you mentioned, that Coach Nurse um, and I have spent a lot of time on over the years. I mean, it's, I started coaching with him 14 years ago. And, uh, and, and that day, I, I've told this story a number of times, but after that first D-League season together, we spent 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., 12-hour days. We had a basement. We had whiteboards all over the walls, and we spent every waking second on how we wanted to coach professional basketball. And, and I mentioned this early. It's not, about, it's not about being crazy and just throwing something out there to throw it out there on defense. It's about making the changes at the right time and, and developing that confidence in the players that they're going to believe in you, believe in each other when it's time to change defenses. Even though it may not feel right at the time and we're on an 8-0 run, but man, that's the best time to do it is, is, is to keep mixing things up. So that'll be something I'm in, in constant communication with, uh, with our players. Rachel Berry, ABC 21. Coach, can you describe your offensive and defensive style? very aggressive in style. Uh, I think uh, you look at our teams and, and as a fan and, and media and, and as, a, as a member of the Indiana Pacers organization will be a fun team to watch. 
Uh, you're going to see a lot of movement on both sides of the ball. You're going to see weak side movement on the offensive end. You're going to see different players handling the ball and pushing it up the floor. Uh, we want to look for more possessions. We want to be attacking and utilize uh, the free throw line on getting to the rim, utilize that three-point line and, and taking the shots that we want in our offense. Uh, defensively, like I said, the disruptive is, and Kevin mentioned this, we're, we're not going to be crazy uh, just to throw something out there, to throw it out there. All of our defense will, will have a purpose, and, and, and my philosophy on the defense is, is to change and to change quite frequently. Uh, there are many times during a game that you can change, whether it be out of a timeout, quarter breaks, uh, during free throws. Uh, so I, I think that is the, the disruptive part. Uh, that I mentioned first. You're kind of a graduate of the G League before you joined the Sun staff and then the Raptors staff. How did the G League prepare you to be an NBA head coach? Yeah, I spent four years as an assistant under Coach Nurse, and I spent four years as a head coach. And, and you're exactly right. You have to adapt uh, very early and quite often. You could uh, wake up that morning and be at a shoot-around, and all of a sudden, Two of your players got called up to the NBA. One player uh, left overseas. And you have to be able to coach on the fly. You have to be able to make decisions quickly. Uh, and you can't worry about things. You can't worry about injuries or a player not playing in that game. You know, the next man will, will be there and, and ready to perform. And, and that's the part of coaching, how you have to keep everybody ready at all times. Let's talk about the timing of the hire. You, you got kind of a short turnaround before the draft and then the beginning of the season. Uh, as far as we know, we don't know exactly when that date's going to be, but how does that affect how you're going through your business right now and how you attack what you've got to do to get ready for the season? So what's great about it is, is I've been speaking with them and texting with them. They're in the gym right now. They're, they're asking me questions. I'm asking them questions about the style of play and how I can help them grow as an individual player to make this team better. Uh, I don't think it affects, you know, how many guys I will, I will play on the floor. Like I said earlier, I'm not afraid to play eight or nine, and I'm not afraid, afraid to play 11 or 12. Uh, this team will be ready come game one. How deep do you like to go on your bench? The players will find out very early that I'm, that I'm not afraid to play any of them. I, I don't think there should ever be a, a, a set rotation and this is how we're going to play. And these are the certain guys. I think every game is different. Every game will dictate different circumstances. Sometimes you play big. Sometimes you play small. Sometimes, you know, those are the things that Kevin talked about early that you have to go through during the course of the regular season. So when it comes playoff time, you're not doing something for the very first time that you've never done before. So, so the guys will be ready. 11th, 12th man on the bench will be ready. I'm not afraid to, to enter a player in a game um, uh, for, for a number of reasons. And, and also that starts in training camp. It's, it's, a, great, it's a great chance for, for me as, a, as the head coach to build confidence in these players. And, and I want them all to, to believe that they can step on that floor and, and play through mistakes and and, uh, you know, play hard and, and grow. Uh, I'm curious if you have taken steps toward putting together your staff. Yes, we have. You know, that was something that was spoken of during the interview process, uh, something that we spoke again on last night and this morning, and the rest of the day will be a, a big part of that. Uh, something I'm working very closely with Kevin, Chad, and Kelly on. Um, we have a, a number of names, and there, there, are, there, are, there are very, very good coaches out there. 
uh, we'll put together a great staff. All right, Coach, thanks very much for the time. And again, welcome to Indiana. As long as you go 82-0 and next year, we're going to love you. And the way you lead that team, we're really not that demanding. But you know what? We'd like to see some wins. Let's see some wins. This, this roster seems like it's ready to win, so let's get going. That's Nate Bjorkren, the new head coach of the Indiana Pacers. Seems like a really good guy. And one of those guys who loves doing nothing more than sitting at a dry erase board and drawing up offenses and defenses. You know, just a, a basketball kind of guy where he played basketball because he loved it. He went into coaching because he loved it. He's an NBA head coach because he loves it. And hopefully that love translates to a positive relationship with the players. Usually that's the case. You bring a positive kind of vibe to your workplace as a manager, it's likely that you're going to have that returned, that you're going to have a staff that really enjoys their jobs and enjoys what they do for a living. Let's hope that that's the case with the Pacers. The Pacers right now kind of kind of splintered a little bit, it seems, as they played against the Heat. It seemed like you had five guys playing with different mindsets. No Sabonis on the floor. So let's see this year what kind of steps Bjorkren can take in turning the Pacers into kind of a we-first operation rather than a me-first operation. That's inside Indiana Sports Today. Tomorrow, you got breakfast with Kent straight up at 8 o'clock on Facebook Live and then on Periscope and Twitter. My Twitter feed, by the way, at Kent Sterling. And, and so you just go there and about 8.15, up I pop. And I'm talking about sports. And I'll talk about this stuff as we continue to digest what Bjorkren and Kevin Pritchard have said about the direction of the Indiana Pacers and how this hire was kind of negotiated We'll talk about all that tomorrow morning. In addition to talking a lot about the Indianapolis Colts, bye week for the Colts does not mean that they're not working and, and that we're not working and that we're not trying to figure out exactly what the Colts are going to be as they take on the Detroit Lions in about a week and a half. We'll also talk about Indiana football. Indiana, they got their opener coming up at Memorial Stadium this Saturday afternoon at 3.30 on Fox Sports 1 against number 9 ranked Penn State and number 8 or 9 Nittany Lions are tough this year. We'll see what they're able to do. Right now, the Hoosiers, six-and-a-half-point dogs. That looks – I'm getting excited about that, but I would take I, I'd take Penn State and give the points, right? you got to lay the points. Am I right? We'll talk about it tomorrow.